Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Do you love time machines, musicals, and jokes? Of course you do. That's why Story Pirates creator Danny Teeger made a brand new podcast called Musical Time Machine. Who says you can't have a dance party while learning about diverse trailblazers? From Abraham Lincoln and Harriet Tubman to George Washington Carver and Thomas Edison. Search for Musical Time Machine on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts to join the fun. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This shocking tale, Story Club members, might make you stay off your phone for a while. It's one I call Streets of Fear. Oh wow, check out this Vincent Van Gogh painting. It's so small and... Um, Scott, Ryan, hello... My friends Scott and Ryan had their noses in their phones, like they always did. We were on a 5th grade field trip to see some paintings at the museum, but my friends hadn't looked up from their phones since we'd gotten here. In fact, most of my class wasn't paying attention to the works of art. They were busy staring into their phones like, well, zombies. I nudged Ryan. She was texting someone. I saw that it was Gloria. Gloria. Another kid in our class who was literally in the same room texting my friend back. I suggested to Ryan that she should just walk over and talk to Gloria face to face. Ryan shot me an annoyed look and then continued to text. Um, okay? Walking over to Scott, I saw that he was on Instagram looking at funny videos of people falling down. I asked Scott to go check out the Monet with me. He shook his head and said that sounded boring. I felt so alone. I wanted to come to this museum in the park next to it, but I wanted to do it with my friends. I'd been so excited for today, but they were completely checked out. Their attention and focus had fallen down a phone hole. Then the museum lights suddenly surged. Everyone with a phone in their hand surged with the light as if electrocuted, and then they dropped their phones and gazed around with vacant eyes. What had just happened? Was it some kind of electronic magnetic pulse? Scott sidled up to me and grunted. (sighs) His phone had gone as blank as his eyes. He looked like some kind of zombie. I pulled out my phone to see what had happened to everyone. My phone was working, but something told me that if I flipped it open, the same thing might happen to me. So I didn't. I just held it unused and tried to make sense of what was going on. Give me your phone. Scott hissed in a voice I didn't recognize. No, I said. Then Ryan shuffled over to me and she demanded that I give up my phone too. I gave her the same answer I gave Scott. Then the entire fifth grade class started shuffling after me. My classmates' eyes no longer had colorful irises. They were just black, pitch black, like endless coal pits. 
They seriously seemed like they wanted to harm me, so I ran and managed to escape out of the museum. As I was running down the front stone steps, though, I accidentally skipped the penultimate step and twisted my ankle at the bottom. Pain shot up through my leg. It was seriously messed up. My phone had fallen out of my hand and onto the sidewalk. All of these people walking around also had the black-on-black dead eyes and shuffled toward me. Picking myself up off the concrete, I limped down the sidewalk. By now, my 5th grade class had lumbered out of the building and down the stairs after me. I limped toward the park. Maybe I could hide behind a tree. It was a beautiful spring day with the fragrant flowers making the air smell sweet and dragonflies helicoptering through the air. Birds were chirping in the full green trees against a cloudless blue sky. Normally, this would have been a beautiful day if a bunch of phone zombies weren't after me. I felt like I was in that famous story about the Pied Piper who led the infestation of rats out of the city with his magical tune. Shuffling, falling, getting back up, and limping, I made my way toward the center of the park where there were more trees. Maybe I could hide and figure out what to do next. It must have been some kind of surge or EMP because no machinery moved. No cars, no sounds. The city streets, which were normally bustling, had gone totally quiet. Terrifyingly quiet. As I reached the trees, I couldn't move anymore. My ankle was swollen and red. I couldn't put any more pressure on it without agonizing pain. My friends, Scott and Ryan, along with the rest of my 5th grade classmates, converged on me, just like you've seen zombies do in every movie to an unfortunate victim. I held my phone over my head. Maybe they would just take it and not hurt me. I closed my eyes, waiting for the end to happen. But it didn't. The phone surged in my hand. This is it, I thought. It's happening to me now. But when I opened my eyes, I couldn't believe what I saw. Everyone had snapped out of their hypnosis or whatever it was. Their eyes had returned to normal. They were all looking around, puzzled how they'd even gotten here. Then, Ryan gazed at a bunch of daisies next to me. It's like she'd seen flowers for the first time. In fact, my entire class was enthralled by the flowers, trees, and the beauty around us. I was in awe of what I was seeing, this transformation of my friends, that I'd forgotten for a moment that my ankle was killing me. They were surrounded by beauty and loving it. But how long would it last? So that's a scary and cautionary tale, beloved listeners. Maybe we are missing too much of really living by losing ourselves in our phones. I know for me personally, I have to completely turn my phone off and hide it to get any work done. And on my computer, I have an internet blocker. Sometimes it's so hard to focus on focusing, am I right? (laughs) Come back tomorrow for another episode, because every Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out. Go, kid, go. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. 
It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.